Welcome back to the Marketing Freaks podcast for part two of my takeover. This time I'm going to be interviewing John about the e-commerce business that we launched about a month ago. Uh, Give us a like, subscribe, all of that jazz and yeah, let's get into it. Welcome back, John. Part two of me grilling you. (laughs) Thank you for having me and being a a good griller. Welcome to your own podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's so weird, isn't it? Thank you. So part two of the takeover is uh, talking about the e-commerce business that we've just launched. Yeah. Yeah. This is um, very exciting. Very fresh at the moment. It's very, it's early days, it's fresh. Um, The idea has been hanging around for a while though, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Um, How long do you reckon that's, the year and a half maybe we've been talking about it? Yeah, about that, maybe slightly less. Yeah. and then it took a while to find the product and it took a while to kind of yeah. get all of that together. And then we launched the site in like late September. Mm-hmm. So kind of had, we've had a full month now, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, full month. So yeah, I feel like we could talk about it. So yeah, so I guess we should start off with what it is, yeah. what, we, what we've done. So the brand is the thecityscooter.com, mm-hmm. uh, which is an e-scooter e-commerce brand business yeah uh, we're stocking multiple brands from like ducati lamborghini jeep um we've got a spanish brand called joya um all in all I sail think, on now sail on now <laughs> come and buy um next day shipping um, all of that plug 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 <laughs> yeah but please if you do want a scooter come buy one um so yeah where were we so um yeah i think we got 30 models ish mm-hmm. Um, depending, depending on stock and, you know, all that type of stuff. So nice kind of range, not too many SKUs. Um, and yeah, that's, that's the brand. The whole strategy slash tactic is a bit of a bet on the fact that the law in the UK is going to change. Yeah. Because currently, uh, the legal for use on private land, but not public. Privately owned e-scooters. Yeah. Yeah. Privately owned e-scooters are. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, the, the the bet is that we we can get ourselves into a good position when that changes. Because mm-hmm. I, I genuinely think they're brilliant. I know there's loads of different. I don't want to get into a massive debate on it, but they are a brilliant mode of transport. Yeah, you know, you don't have to fill them with fuel. You can get around town if you ride them in the hands of someone sensible. Yeah, they're brilliant. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you put anything in the hands of a lunatic, and it's going to be dangerous. But anyway. I think they're brilliant. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the brand. That's the brand. Okay, yeah. so not more interesting than the brand itself, but what I find more, maybe more interesting is why. Why as, a, exactly. as an agency have we started an e-commerce business ourselves? Yeah, definitely. This is the interesting bit, isn't it? The, ultimately, I think it will help us do a better job of what we do for our clients. How? That's the ultimate thing. How? <laughs> um, so I think... There's a lot, my, one of my massive gripes with agencies or people working in agencies is that they they do their PPC role or their SEO role or their paid social role and that's that's their view on the world. It's very much like just in its own little bubble, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, easy, is to, easy to get into that bubble. Completely understandable mm-hmm. because if you do something day in, day out. You live and breathe it. You live and breathe it and it's kind of can be quite difficult to see beyond that right yeah so the whole point of this exercise is to help people on our team get more context on other areas of business beyond just the ppc or the paid social 
right? So um, what's the impact on inventory? Like, mm -hmm. how do you manage inventory? How do you get stock out the door? What's the customer service look like? How do we improve the conversion rate from a product page to an add to cart? Like, all of these different things that relate to business that you don't necessarily get good exposure to when you're working in an agency environment doing one thing. One element, yeah. So I think it's a really cool and brilliant way to train and develop people mm -hmm. on our team. I think that in turn then puts our team in the shoes of their clients. Absolutely. Which is massive, you know, in some way. Like they get to understand the context behind what their clients are going through or like yeah. some of the challenges that they might be seeing. So that that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, I also feel like as a business owner, we should put our money where our mouth is. Absolutely. You know, and if we say, yeah, we do performance marketing for e-commerce, let's do it. Like, let's try it. <laughs> let's do it. And obviously, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. That we're not expecting it to be an easy thing. But I, I think as an exercise and as a train of thought, it's a really important thing. Yeah. Um, but the not easy part of it is a big part of the learning part of it for our team as well, right? Yeah. It's It's the understanding that like, say we've got a client and their, you know, their conversion rate's not good because their landing pages aren't great. It's yep. like, it's very easy for us as an agency to get on a call and say, look, you really need to update your landing pages and not understand the massive process that that is and yep. everything that goes behind it. So I think it's yep. having more of an understanding of what it's like to be on the other side of it, for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. And also, yeah, that and also if you're struggling with performance on certain campaigns, the fact that there there are other factors that go into performance or if something's going really well, mm. you know, it's not just the ads, it's the, it's the conversion rates, the landing pages, the checkout process, the yeah. shipping rates, it's the pricing of the product. And yeah, it's all that exposure that, yeah, really massively important and valuable. Yeah. It's also fun. It is fun. It's really good fun. Um, and it gives us, I think it's, again, it's just been a really fun project to get the whole team involved with. Absolutely. Right, right from the start, um, you know, from like organizing photo, like a photo shoot or, you know, all of that. There was at Bettersea Power Station, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's like, and that was just such a cool evening out. Like, mm -hmm. I know it sounds mad, but like, um, it was me, Sophie Halley, um, got an amazing photographer called Phil Hill who if you if you're into kind of like or looking for sports mm -hmm. lifestyle photography the guy's amazing um got a model did the photo shoot organized the whole thing shot loads of b-roll yeah that, you know it was just, but it was just fun i mean everybody came back from that buzzing yeah. like this excited yeah yeah and it you know that for for them again it's just it's good Okay, we're, when we're saying to clients that, um, like, we need more creative. Oh. Do you want me to? There goes the GoPro. So when we're saying to clients, so we need more creative, we need to get better at this, we need to get better creative, we need to, it's like. How? Yeah. There <laughs> With is who? A, there yeah. is a process that goes on behind that to get yeah. that done. Um, so it was, it was a good it was a good experience, but it was brilliant fun. And I, I do also, I do think that, you know, when people say, well, why are you doing things? I think because it's fun is a really valid reason. Yeah. Because it's exciting and because people are enjoying it. Um, I know that's not 
you wouldn't put that in front of an investor and say that's my justification for spending this budget because there's way more to it than that. But I do think fun is a good reason to do something. Yeah. Um, I also, I also think, yeah, putting our money where our mouth is, is important. Um, and I also get to, weirdly, I get to hire my own agency. <laughs> That's is, been a process in itself, actually. But, it's, you know, <laughs> I get to, I personally get to see things from our client's perspective. Yeah. In, in a small way. It's not exactly a, you know, we're in the same room, we all know each other. Yeah, it's never going to be a, way. you know, a real life comparison, is it? But I do get to see what it's like in terms of, okay, we're investing this money in the mm-hmm. media spend. We're we're running the ads right. What's going on? And seeing how you guys communicate with me as a client and all of that is a really interesting yeah. um, exercise. What's that TV show? The Undercover Boss. Oh my god! You need Should like a big mustache or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be like, hi, as um, Dave from uh, thecityscooter.com. Um, no, we're not doing that, but um, it, I guess it's kind of, it's a similar thing. Kind in, of, yeah. In a weird way, isn't it? That um, we get to, I get to hire my own agency, which yeah. is quite cool. So the ben- the list of benefits are massive, you know? Yeah. Um, and the list of learnings and the experience that we get from it. So even though, what, we're a month in, mm-hmm. started selling, which is brilliant. Like, it's, it's all cool. Super exciting, yeah. But the experience, like, there's been nothing but positive so far, has it? No, it's been awesome. I think yeah. everybody in the team has had a different touch point with the business as well. So they're all learning different things and things yep. outside of, and this is not, you know, no no shade to paid social. It's what I do day in, day out, you know, yep. it's my job. But it's really nice to have other touch points within a yep. business and just see how the other cogs turn basically. Yep. Like it's great. Yeah, Getting definitely. more of an understanding on a variety of things has been awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Completely. And it's... um. It, it, it's the opportunity to get involved with other stuff as well, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, and we all get so excited when there's a purchase. Like, it is exciting and there's, like, <laughs> yeah. a buzz around the office and it's very much like a... You know, we have a lot of clients where maybe everybody doesn't work on that client, but it's been awesome to have, yeah. like, everybody works on City yeah. Scooter. We're all together doing yeah. it, everybody doing different elements, yeah. and that's yeah. been a really lovely thing. Yeah, that definitely. It's, it's a whole team effort. Yep. Yeah. Like, that buzz... Um, we talked about it on the your part one takeover <laughs> um, about how like when I started, I did my own project and just caught the buzz for like yeah. run an ad, get transaction. It's really difficult to um, get people who are new into the industry into an agency role mm. where it's not. Every, we all take budget seriously here, so you know I'm not saying that we don't. But when it's not your money and you're not directly connected to the the investment and the transaction Mm -hmm. it's hard to get that like real real buzz out of a transaction and i think everyone getting to experience that because everyone everyone feels so invested in yeah the project um and then when that like you say the sale comes through and everyone's like yeah yeah it's amazing um and i think that buzz translates into how people are working with their clients and what you know their whole ethos and approach to working in paid media and that's Mm. just such a brilliant that's a brilliant thing yeah for our clients definitely and we've had some like random 
random successes that have been really interesting. Yeah. So we accidentally made Sophie TikTok famous. Sophie is now <laughs> a quite a significant e-scooter influencer. Yeah. What's yeah. the? Um, I was going to have a look while we go. I think through. it's about seven million views now. So yeah, basically we did a um, an unboxing of a Lamborghini yeah, scooter. Lamborghini scooter. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. a Lamborghini, yeah. Um, which Hallie put together and she's an incredible um, editor anyway, but yeah. she would say herself that it wasn't like the most thought out uh, video of all time. And um, it just took off. It was it such mad. a weird thing. Yeah. Well, it was, um, do you know what I love about that story is that um, there was a, when, when we started doing that, there was a conversation, all right, let's try and, Pre-launch, let's just get some stuff on Instagram, get some stuff going on social. Social proofing, just, yeah. You know, so when we go live, we, we instead of having zero followers, maybe we've got 100. And maybe we've got a few, little bit of activity on TikTok and, you know. Okay, cool. All right. And then the, I remember going into a, um, like a meeting about a brainstorm mm-hmm. and being like, look, we haven't got anything. Like we've got no followers um, we haven't. I don't think we'd even written a bio at that point. No, we didn't have a bio. <clears> literally <throat> nothing. <laughs> Just the um, name. So rather than brainstorming, have a ten-minute chat and film something, um, and use the time to do that and yeah. get it up. And then if it if we get something out of it, brilliant. And if we don't, we haven't lost anything because we haven't got anything to start with, so no one's going to see it. Yeah. So who cares? Um, Just do something, basically. Yeah. It's like so that was the challenge, right? Don't have a brainstorm. Yeah. Just do something. Brilliant. All right. Okay, great. Um, yeah, and then like a week later, it's got like 7 million it views, 25,000 followers. It was absolutely like, mental, yeah. You know, um, and like, you know, we can, we do, it was kind of a, um, right, let's just do something. Mm. But like talking to Hallie and Sophie about how they approached it, like there was, there was method. Oh, there was definitely method, There was yeah. like real method about, okay, we need to find this trending sound to fit with it and edit it together with that. And we need yeah. to, like these hashtags are trending, so we need to find a way of hooking it into that. There was real method behind it. Um, they'll probably say, oh no, you know. Hallie would say that, yeah. <laughs> but there was, there was genuine method behind it and but there um, wasn't a three-hour brainstorming session where we decided no, every cut that would yeah, be yeah there was definitely there was no focus group um <laughs> and i think that's um i mean we're in a really good beneficial uh, <laughs> we're in a really good position to be able to experiment with stuff like that this is the fun part about we, this we whole don't, we don't have investors to upset we don't yeah. have you know and none of that um so we can just try stuff but I think so many people get held back with, well, it's got to be really good and our competitors doing this, so we should do that. And mm. then they sit in four meetings to discuss what they might want to do. And then it's like, if you just, it's such a great, great example of just, well, just try something instead. Mm. And like, it will either work or it won't. And it worked. And I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> mental because it also had the, the knock-on effect, right, that all of our other videos now have, like, a few hundred, like, 100,000 or 50,000 views, which yeah. is pretty mental for a brand that hadn't even launched yet. Absolute bonkers. And um, that drove all the... Um, Instagram's nowhere near in terms of um, activity yet. Yet. Um, Not to become Instagram famous like yet. It, it drove so much of the initial kind of followers and engagement on Instagram. Mm. Um, 
and then direct messages and you know yeah. yeah mostly direct messages saying how, how much? much how, how much how fast <laughs> how much <laughs> uh, yeah it's been a journey which is fine people are entitled to ask those questions yeah um so yeah don't be put off messaging us but yeah yeah was, yeah. yeah but it was like i think it's just such a brilliant example of let's just do something let's try it and again that's the whole ethos of this project is let's just throw ourselves into situations and things that maybe the guys on the team me even like we haven't haven't done before mm-hmm. and we've just got to figure it out and i think that's just such a great experience for people to go through yeah yeah well there is no there is no process for this thing because uh none of us have done it before so have a go yeah which is a little bit scary sometimes but also pretty exciting and when you have fun results or you learn something from something not working it's all it's all yep working towards the same goal right yeah exactly yeah exactly so yeah really really fun project um and i really like as things develop over time um we'll share successes and Mm -hmm. We'll do podcast episodes about what's worked, what really hasn't worked. Yeah. Um, keen to kind of be transparent about it. Well, it's the company well. that we're able to be the most transparent about, right? That's yeah. what's exciting. We don't have to get sign off or... We can lift the lid. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. So it's cool. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Cool. And um, I guess much like the um, part one, what's your, what's the, what's the goal and ambitions for, for City Scooter? Ooh. Um... Okay. I know we. I know. I know we have some. There's some, some revenue goals targets. for next yeah. year. Um, definitely, I think a lot of the like the initial goal is to get it in a steady position. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, steady conversion rates from the product page to the add to cart to the checkout to you know get everything in a good stable position. Yeah. Um, going into next year. Um, probably kind of expand the product range a bit more yeah a lot of it really depends on when or if or what happens with the with the law around the scooters absolutely yeah because that's the big that's the big kind of future event to be ready for whether that happens or not who Mm. knows because um the government keeps changing (laughs) yeah i mean i think when they they announced that in may i think that they were planning to change the regulations yeah. um since then the everyone's been fired or quit or changed yeah. or rehired chaos yeah madness chaos. so who knows um so i think we'll have to kind of play that one by ear a little bit and that mm. will really kind of develop the roadmap um we do have ambitions to um have a small portfolio of e-commerce brands um so that again we'll look at in more detail next year but yeah yeah they're the ambitions amazing i'm looking forward to having all the merch <laughs> yeah <laughs> hopefully not like 200 t-shirts we'll just have to wear wardrobe. them around the office yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome well, well yeah, thanks so fun. much for chatting it through john that's yeah really exciting thank you and thank you for um running a couple of episodes welcome very diligently <laughs> all right thanks. cheers Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please do come and subscribe. Join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business. See you next time.